Hello and welcome back to another week of And In Other News, the podcast where we aim to bring you the lighter side of the news throughout the week. I'm Daisy. And I'm Ellie. And that's exactly what we'll be doing this week. We will bring you a story to make you think, one to warm your heart, and one that's a little bit weird or quirky. Should we get started then? Let's go for it. So this week's story, To Warm Your Heart, is a lovely piece I read in Vogue by Liam Hess, and it's actually about being single in lockdown. Because I don't know about you, Daisy, but I've read so many articles about people feeling lonely or people people that haven't been able to meet anybody and have been quite upset about the fact that they've been stuck on their own. And this guy, actually, his article was called Single During Lockdown, How I Found an Antidote to Loneliness. And basically, the whole article talks about how they found friend throughout the whole time, and so how at the start of lockdown... It was somebody that they sort of knew. Mm. And then throughout, as lockdown progressed, they kind of got to know each other better and ended up actually being quite reliant on one another. But not in like a dependent way. Yeah. In a way that it combated the loneliness without having to feel pressured into having a partner or being in a relationship. Yeah. And it was just quite a nice little positive take on actually, I thought the value of friendship in lockdown, because I don't know about you, but I've been really missing my friends in lockdown. And it was nice to show the ways people have been keeping in touch and actually how lockdown has helped some friendships. What did you think when you read it? I was reading so many things throughout lockdown, like once you found how to be happy and like by yourself, then you've made it in life. Like if you can just Mm. get by, you're not having to rely on someone else, which I think is a fair point. You don't have to constantly be needing someone else's company however everyone needs a bit of social interaction sometimes and if you are living by yourself in a pandemic then the way you need to get that social interaction if you're not going to work or to the shops or whatever is yeah through through having actual contact that you're seeking out yourself with friends yeah and at the end of the day i think we are all human beings and no matter how introverted you are there's Mm. definitely something to be said for how good seeing other people can make you feel yeah absolutely or even being in touch with other people sitting on zoom at home with your friends is not the same thing as going to the pub but it still makes such a difference to be able to just chat to somebody yeah absolutely like if you've just been working in your room all day by yourself and you're like oh my god I literally haven't had any social interaction all day (laughs) like my brain is just scrambled right now I need to talk to someone even just for the like not necessarily if you're feeling feeling lonely, just that you're, yeah. you know, lacking that social interaction, just talking Definitely. to someone. You kind of realise that you haven't spoken to anybody because the first time <laughs> you speak to somebody, it's just like, blah, blah, blah. And you don't <laughs> yeah. really even make that much sense. So when I lived alone for a little while, I'd notice that I'd start talking to myself and I'd be like, okay, this is definitely when I need to go out and actually see somebody. <laughs> Otherwise, I just go a bit spare. You see, you've lived by yourself for a period. I haven't by myself for anything. Do you have any kind of things that you would do to get by? I was quite lucky in that the period I lived for myself, I worked six days a week because I think right. <laughs> if I didn't have that and if I lived by myself in lockdown, I couldn't have done it. I'm yeah. such an extrovert. I definitely need to see other people. And so it got to the point where I was so tired from working like a 10 hour day that I'd be really glad to get back and have my own space but on the weekends always make sure I had something in my day planned even if it was going to the gym or something there'd be other people there because I know that I'd have to talk to somebody at some point make such a difference they were saying about how they weren't initially necessarily friends they just knew each other just acquaintances and then kind of the relationship built up but without that pressure of Mm. I need to make time to speak to this person they were just both going through such a similar 
similar situation and just kind of like vented to each other all the time. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's almost what's been quite nice about lockdown is that there isn't that pressure to see people or necessarily mm. even that pressure to reply because everybody's kind of so overwhelmed. I feel like a lot of the time there's quite a mutual understanding that actually you don't have to reply to this straight away. I know we've got nothing to say to each other. Here's a TikTok. <laughs> Here's a funny thing I found. Enjoy that and you don't need to necessarily feedback or anything i think a lot of my friendships at the moment are built solely on sending each other tiktoks that is honestly so valid because there's so much to say within a tiktok (laughs) how have you found things with your friends during lockdown do you think it's been different with friends that you didn't know so well well i think the first lockdown and then compared to this lockdown has been super different so first lockdown we were having literally each kind of day of the week i had a call with like a different friends and like we were doing different themes and things like that and it was really it was lovely and great and then now it's a lot less of that but you know not necessarily in a bad way i still all like checking in and things like that but it's not i think everyone's just a bit done with yeah the video calls and things like that because you'd rather just have the meaningful catch-ups when they happen yeah. rather than like a scheduled thing to do definitely but i think one thing that i've been really grateful for with friendship in this lockdown is kind of knowing Mm. that the people that i'm talking to now that i haven't necessarily seen for a year you almost do feel a stronger connection with them because you're like well if we can survive this i think (laughs) we can pretty much survive anything that is so true that is so true and that you know you're always still thinking of people even if you're not yeah with them you don't just forget that they exist they're still like yeah i can't wait to see that person again yeah you're right you're right what's been weird i think is not seeing like your friends are friends so like people that you'd bump into at a party or people that you'd bump into just in the street and it's not necessarily somebody that you'd ever message and be like hey how are you or organize a one person walk in the park to catch up (laughs) and it's just kind of like when i see them at the end of all of this it's going to be really strange that's honestly something that is like so obvious but that I just literally hadn't thought about at all yeah there's like associates yeah (laughs) yeah, my acquaintances my acquaintances yeah that's so true this episode is dedicated to all our acquaintances miss you guys yeah we miss you they're probably like so glad I don't have to see Ellie honestly when I walk past people in the street genuinely don't really think about what I'm doing I'm normally daydreaming so if I see someone I will just stick my tongue out or something embarrassing <laughs> like and it's been a blessing having masks because no one can see that I'm constantly making a fool <laughs> of myself but also I think all my acquaintances probably think I'm a bit weird maybe just it's a tad no just embrace it they're lucky to know you thanks honey well this definitely <laughs> warmed my heart then didn't it yeah that that is heartwarming and it's nice to see how friendships have been brought together And in other news, I've got a story that will hopefully make you think a little bit. So it is a little bit bizarre. So I saw a headline that attracted my attention and it was to do with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and in the same headline was President. And I was like, oh no, oh no, what's happening? Oh, here we go. Literally. But no, it's that he said that he's not ruling it out completely. He's currently filming for a series called Young Rock Mm -hmm. that's about his life. And in the year 2032, in the programme, he runs for president. Oh, okay. Um, So they were asking, like, oh, you know, would you? And then he was like, if that's what the people wanted, then I would consider it. And it just made me think how insane that is. So he's a former wrestler turned actor. Yeah, and he wouldn't rule out trying to be the president of the United States and the fact that that could happen to be fair if you think about him as Maui in Moana yeah leader strong vibes <laughs> 
is that your reasoning here? Is that the path we're going down? To be honest, if Trump had been president, I would have said absolutely not. But I'm kind of thinking anything can happen now. You can't rule out these things. You can't rule it out. I also don't understand what the obsession is with asking famous people whether they'd run for president. Because I swear in the UK, I can't recall a single famous person being like, so you're going to be prime minister? There's definitely that degree of separation here. Yeah, absolutely. Like, once you've got to a certain point in your life in the UK, and you're not a politician, you're never going to be a politician. No. Certainly not going to be prime minister. But it's like, when you get to a certain point in a completely different field in America, like, oh, so the next step for you, uh, obviously president. But upon reading this article, I found that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the number one highest paid actor. What? Yeah. That's really surprising. It is, isn't it? I was like, oh, that was according to Forbes last year. So 2020. Yeah, bizarre. I don't know. Because now I'm trying to think of who I think would be high. Yeah, like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's, he's number two. Also on the list, Mark Wahlberg, Jackie Chan, Vin Diesel. Will Smith. It's quite a rogue list. I'll yeah, I was going to say, none of these people are ones that I would have gone for straight away. But I can't but name yeah. a single thing he's been in other than Moana. No, come on. He's in like Fast and Furious, Jumanji. Well, the, the article that I read about him being the president named him as the Jumanji star. I was like, is that, is that what we're going <laughs> that to go to between The Rock Johnson? <laughs> okay that's that's what we'll see to be fair though if you're bold enough to have a middle name like the rock or a nickname that you go by to that extent then yeah it makes sense that you're so highly paid because i think people will probably be too scared of him to reject his pay demands (laughs) this has made me think of another doing the rock johnson story that is another just a bold claim from this man yeah A few months ago, I saw his Instagram and it was him and his family watching the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. Jim Mars one. Yeah. Mm. And the caption of the Instagram post was when um, Tim Burton was making the remake back in 2003 or whenever it was. He considered casting me for the part of Willy Wonka. <laughs> and I just read it and was like... This is surely not true. The versatility (laughs) that this man has is unfathomable. I could be president. I could be Willy Wonka. I could be a wrestler. His limitations know absolutely no bounds and I'm completely here for it. Just always flipping those tyres in the gym, trying to better himself, branching out with these fields. I respect it. He'd crush the Oompa Loompas like that. He would. He would. (laughs) That's on it. Sorry. Back though to America and just the whole way that they run for president there is wild. The way that they have all these rallies that are kind of like big parties and then big celebrations and then there just seems to be a lot of like crazy ceremonies that go on. Yeah, the whole system is just out of date I feel and we may just be from like a teeny tiny island but I don't understand how they do a big campaign trail because America is pretty, pretty big <laughs> pretty big yeah how do they how do they deal with the jet lag I have so many questions <laughs> Daisy this has definitely made me think yeah I wanted to <laughs> I'm stretching your brain Okay, who do you think would be the wildest celebrity to go for president? That is such a good question. See, it's just after Kanye West running for president, that, like him, who's yours? I was thinking this. I actually think Neil Patrick Harris, because he's also incredibly versatile. And then if you think about his character in It's a Sin compared to his character in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Also um, can sing. Events. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But then I feel like he's got a secret dark side, so maybe, maybe not. Yeah, potentially. Oh, oh. I'm going to go with someone else on this top 10 list. Vin Diesel. <laughs> that would be wild. That would be very I would wild, be very though. intrigued to see Vin Diesel's America. Yeah. From the pacifier, baby group, president. <laughs> Job's getting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And in other news, this is the story that is a little bit weird. I don't know if it's weird, really, or just quite cute. So I read, don't judge me, but on Fox News, a story about a little boy called Cooper who took his Valentine's Day date through the McDonald's drive-thru. Plot twist here is that he's six years old. Um, So he was left at this little go-kart. And if you look at the picture, we'll attach a link to the article in the notes below because there's this little picture of these teeny tiny kiddies sat in a little go-kart, which, upon further reading, was given to them by a stranger that only wrote on the note from a hopeless romantic. (gasps) I know! So they were escorted by the sheriff and they went and got happy meals and then went and enjoyed their meal inside the restaurant. But it just got me thinking that if you're six and that bold to make such a cute little gesture, like the proposal he's going to do when he's older yeah, that is be so off the scale but yeah that, they that's so sweet. and that they had a little mini car as well that and is he wore a suit and tie no he didn't no he didn't that is so cute Very oh precious. my god the effort I still say me things like before Valentine's Day on Twitter like if he wants to he will like <laughs> guys I'm making this effort and that is yes. like the definition of if he wanted to he would yeah he would there were like the little flowers on the table and I think it's cute like I know it's McDonald's but it's- hey McDonald's is a, a worthy date fine institution <laughs> it really is put the ring in the burger what's this crunchiness in my Big Mac is it a girl? Okay, no. If it was good enough for birthday parties, it's good enough for dates as well. I know, exactly. It was very sweet in the pictures. They were both there in masks and hers had a little panda on it. Like everything about this story was... Wholesome. Oh, very, very wholesome. I want to know more about the person who gave them the little electric car. I love that it's, it's a mystery so though. Yeah, someone make a film out of this, please. <gasps> yes, and get Dwayne The Rock Johnson to star in it. <laughs> Yeah, as the child, because he's just so versatile. (laughs) I didn't see, though, this year for Valentine's Day, I did not see a single big gesture. All I saw on Sunday morning, just people walking down the street looking slightly stressed with bunches of flowers. And I was like, (laughs) do you know what else is bold? Leaving buying flowers until Valentine's Day itself. So true. What a risk. Absolute recipe for disaster. (laughs) Me and my mum saw our next door neighbour walking up the path with like four bunches of flowers which Aww. we assume was like for his wife and their children that's very like, cute and then my mom just kept on mentioning it all day to my dad but yeah we we saw next door bringing loads of flowers for his for his family like where's they ours really, really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. what happened there <laughs> But then I feel like it wasn't a very traditional Valentine's Day anyway, because normally what would you do? Go out for a nice meal or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and if any boys are listening and would like to take me to McDonald's <laughs> drive-thru in a go-kart, and still single, <laughs> ready to mingle, ready to especially mingle if you've got wheels as solid as Cooper. <laughs> yeah. The real reason I made this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to another week of And Another News. Uh, We hope this week has brought a little light into your life and cheered you up a little bit, made you think, made you laugh. We hope to see you next week. Goodbye.